Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hi! Hi, guys! Hello! <laughs> Hello! Oh, gay voice. Classic. Classic. Remember uh, in Living Color, the halftime show, when they did the, the, the blue balls? Film? Yeah, yeah, men on film. They did the Super Bowl halftime show. It was like the best thing of I all time. I never saw that. Oh, man, they had like their alternative halftime show. I forget what you, probably 92 or 93. Uh-huh. And then you switched over and watched, maybe it was 94. I don't know. It might have been later because I think they did the OJ joke where OJ's, um, I think it was David Allen Greer was OJ and he was like using the pen to draw out like a play, you know, and they used uh-huh. the marker. And then he drew all the receivers and he slowly wrote, I did it uh-huh. with the thing. It was like funny. <laughs> they did the men on film and he was like, and I say hike, you just grab that blue ball. He's like, isn't that going to hurt? And it was amazing. Oh, wow. At the time. Watching it now, you'd probably be like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they really kind of went for it. That was very lowbrow. That's why I love that show. Yes. Uh, it was this brow, you know, bad brow, lowbrow. Lowbrow. Uh, with Jamie Foxx would just dress as an ugly woman. That was a bit. Shanae. No. Wasn't that Shanae? Wanda. Wanda. Shanae was on Martin. Right. But no. that wasn't the same character? I thought it was like a crossover. No. Cross-dress. <laughs> um, but they were similar. It was just scary, ugly women. Yeah, yeah. That was the whole premise. Yeah, that was happening a lot back then. I mean, there's scary, ugly women now, but... Sure. Uh, plenty of them. Yeah, we know a few. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But uh, <laughs> ugly women exist. I'm sorry. And ugly men. Yeah, I'm I'm one. Fat and ugly. I wouldn't say fat. No, that was the idea. That was a callback to last week's idea that Stone and I had about a radio show called oh, Fat and Ugly. Fat and Ugly. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's nothing. I like it. Um, yeah. Man, I got a pimple in my ear that's the size of my cock, and it hurts worse than my testicle being stepped on. Nothing worse than an ear zit, except maybe a nostril zit. Yeah, that's a tough too. But a nostril zit, at least you can get a visual. Aha. Uh-huh. And you can kind of stick a pin in it. When I was a kid, my mother would have a pimple or whatever. She would just stick a needle right in it Woo! and like pop it. Is that Heroin? should like boil it first wow. or bake it? Do you bake it or boil so it? So Irish, you got to boil everything. <laughs> and then she would stick a needle and it would just shoot everywhere. She'd make me watch. It was real creepy. Wow. Well, here's the the <laughs> one perk of the ears. It is when you pop it, you can hear it. Oh, it's, mine just went. You did it? Yeah. Oh, look at that. I wasn't even playing with it hard. I got. I'm leaking though. Oh yeah. You're I gotta get a towel pus. or something. Hold on. You I got. Talk. I got a paper towel over there, but uh, let me see the remnants. I want to. I want to see what happened. Oh, Joe's looking in the mirror now, and he's got probably assumes he has cancer, and this is uh, this is all over, folks. There you go. Oh, there's some blood. There's some blood. All right, we got it. I'm back, folks. Oh, that was a relief. Ear it's like pus. I had my period for the first time. Yeah, you popped the hymen. Oh my god, it was so big. It's like gone now. It's like flat. It was like this huge nipple in my ear. Make sure to really get all the jizz out of it. Yeah, I'm trying. Oh, look at that. Wow, wow. How satisfying. This this got a red rag over there. <laughs> this is a historic moment in the history of the podcast. I guess so. Yeah. First pimple pop. Pimple popper MD. Um, yeah. Skin cancer. I had a uh, zit. This is going to sound 
bad. I, one time I had a zit on my thigh between my thigh and my ball bag. Oh, that's fun. Because it gets a lot of schmegma in there. You know, oh, it's a sweaty, wacky area. And the zit was huge, and it hurt like a dick. And I popped it, and boy, some real gravy came out of that thing. Yeah, don't you kind of like it, though? Of Especially course. when it's a place where you can't be seen, where it's not embarrassing. Yes. Like, to just have a big fucking goiter on there, you can oh, just squeeze, yeah. and it shoots out. Now, let me ask you, you ever had an asshole zit? Asshole? Well, an ass crack. Oh, I got them the top of my ass crack all the time. Like really? a top. Yeah, I think is that steam room. I'm wearing a towel, but oh, yeah. I don't know what goes on in there. But I always, I'll be washing my butt, and I'll just have a, a huge fucking. I'm running out of similes or whatever. Uh-huh. Nipple, cock, goiter. I'm yeah. running low here. It's volcanoes, mountains. Yeah, volcano. A big pimple on my ass. There you go. But not in the crack so much. More the butt cheek. Yeah. We we got uh we got lucky with the high school. We didn't get the, the acne pock. Oh no, I didn't have uh, I had a lot of pimples and such, but not acne. Yeah, my brother had the real pizza face. He had he did the proactive. <laughs> oh, good remember for proactive? Him. I remember there was a kid, I don't want to say his name in case he's listening or you know, killed himself because of it. Sure. But he had the acne so bad it was on acne. It was on his eyelids. What? It was one of those ones like he had pimples on his eyelids. Oh! And I remember just talking. Maybe my buddy would like talk to me like that. Must be just you want to kill yourself. It must oh, be so yeah. painful. But you always think I would just be popping them all day. That's but I all think I would do. you're not supposed to do that or something. Well, it makes a scar. But I don't know. I popped every zit I ever had, and I never got a scar. Yeah, I squeezed my nipple for a couple of days recently. Sure. Um, yeah, didn't you want to reach over when they had the white ones? I want to just claw his face and just pop them all at I once. I know, especially a white head. But last night, I, I was popping Sarah. I hadn't seen Sarah for like two weeks, but she had like a little, I don't know, ingrown blackhead thing on like her armpit with a shave, and I fucking ripped that thing out. Some tweezers, it was fun. Wow. I like to do go to work. She must have been in pain for that. No, she's a tough cookie. She's tougher so. than I am, Plus I can tell you that. South African. Yeah, apartheid. apartheid. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> well, this here, this is very satisfying. I have to say, I hate that I can't see it though. Can I see it? Let me take, take a, a gander look in, in there. there. See what's going on. Oh yeah! What's it look like? It's still a hump. Oh, there's a hump. You gotta, you gotta mash that Nazi. I'm pushing on it, but it's, I can't see. You want to get your hands in there? Eh, it's a little intimate. Uh, yeah, good point. But it's right there on the on the cusp. Yeah, it's in the it's. Well, here it is. I think it's from the head bu- earbuds because they uh, you put them on there, and I think it's. Bacteria, or it's covered a. Po- I don't know how it works, but boy, you ever get a, a cleaning in one of those? I mean, you can really get a, a like a matchstick and get some goo out of there. Oh yeah, you're not supposed to do that or something. But I don't know what people do that don't do it. What? Like doctors, I remember hearing a doctor say never put anything smaller than your elbow in your ear. Wow. Which is like a joke because anything smaller than an elbow, it doesn't fit. Yeah. You're just puts it in your ear. And Tom Dustin's mother, she's like an ear doctor at the veterans hospital mm. and she said like it's the word because you pack it in uh-huh. when you stick a q-tip in there you're you getting some it. shit out but you're packing the rest right so she has all these old nom vets that are fucking you know cuckoo for cocoa puffs and they come in they're like i'm hearing bombs or whatever right. and then she looks and she's like no no you're fine you just got a bunch of fucking bubble wrap in your ear right. <laughs> you know it's a it's it, bad it makes sense because i was an inner ear infection douche as a kid tubes tubes we have mentioned the tubes in a long time. Oh, yeah. It's been some time. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, look at the tubes. So uh, <laughs> Every steak gets its own tube now? 
I would I would a Q-tip all day long because it felt so good because I had such crazy ear wax. Uh-huh. And then I went to the doctor and he's like, "Holy hell!" You know they do the big the big flashlight in your ear. Yeah. And he's like, "What the hell is this?" And he pulled out a wad of old cotton that had been oh conglomerating. What's the word? Accumulating. Oh wow! Accumulating over the years, and it it, it came out. It was like. And oh. it was like a wide the size of a like a quarter. Well, I know there's an operation or something like a vacuum they do. Is that similar? Because when I had the tinnitus, had the tinnitus, yes, they're like, the guy's like, well, hopefully it's just an obstruction. We can just pop it right out. But it uh-huh. wasn't. I got some crazy problem. But I was like, that's what I was hoping for. Just that vacuum thing. Because Matt Ruby told me, I hope he doesn't mind me saying that he had that. He had some ear issue. Uh huh. And they fucking zipped it out. And he said afterwards, he's like, he is hearing, he was like Spider-Man or yeah, Wolfman, whoever hears. <laughs> Wolfman. <laughs> That's a DJ in the rock and roll station, I think. Wolfman Jack. Yes. Yes. I had the sucking and it, it, it it's hell because it's just like a fucking muffler in your ear. Like, <laughs> it's so close to your eardrum, but it, boy, it feels good. Wow. Maybe I'll get it done. Get it done. It's not pretty. That's... I cried during it. I remember I had a tear come down while they were doing it. Oh, that's sad. I was 28. <laughs> um, I got to have some procedures. I got all kinds of problems. I got the, the you know, what do I have? Tinnitus. Well, I have that, but also the other thing. Herpes. LPR, which uh, I don't know what it stands for. Larynfectious reflux. Uh-huh. It's a real bummer, man. I'm trying the diet business, but I got to go like. Full tilt all in. I keep cheating a little bit where I have some French... Last night I had some French fries and it really activates. Because I'm like, well, this isn't spicy. It's not marinara, but it does say fat, fried, greasy food too. But I was like, fuck it. I'm like, I'm going crazy. I got to eat something. Yeah, yeah. So I had some fries and then just a mess. It looks like a fucking bukkake in the back of my throat. It's all bumps. that quick. Yeah, well, an hour later or whatever, but... I got wow! I got to show you my mouth. It's called cobblestone. It looks crazy. I kind of want to see it. It looks like my dick during an outbreak. It's just bumps and braille. And but what about a sweet potato? Maybe a sweet potato, but I think the fry. If it's fry, yeah, it's an it's issue. Fried, I've been yeah. eating mashed potatoes. Those are okay. Ah. I've been le- reading a lot about diet and shit. I think potatoes get a bad rap because of French fries. Mm. But it's actually a pretty. He- it's a vegetable. Yeah. Potato's actually pretty healthy. But it's a starch. It's a starch and the carbs and all that bullshit. And like a home fry or a, or a hash brow. That's all cooked in oil. Well, and... That's fried and shit. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. You got to get like a baked potato, I think is actually... I've been Googling health benefits of food. Yeah. It's fun to do while you're eating. Like asparagus. I've been eating all kinds of asparagus. I don't love it. Mm-hmm. But I dip it in some something. Yeah. Come or whatever. And then I just look. I just Google... Health benefits of asparagus. I read it, and it feels good to read while you're eating it. It's weird because it doesn't seem like you're allowed to put anything in your body. You have to have food to live. You need food for energy, but then it sounds like everything you put in fucks you up. Well, it's all these assholes got to tell you, oh, that's no good. And yeah. You're like, and I'm like, well, like Caesar dressing, that's shit. It's fattening. I'm like, I know, but I'm eating a huge bowl of spinach. Right. Can't you just go, wow, that's great. Yeah. They always yeah. have to go, ah, I know, but this that thing's not great. They and I'm like, well, juice. I used to be eating a double cheeseburger with a large fry and a Coke. Right, right. I think a half a fucking thimble of Caesar dressing is not going to kill me. Yeah, I think you're all right. What about a little Italian, uh, like a little balsam? I like balsam. I'll throw right. it in oil. You know, I'll mix it up. But I've been going to these sent. Do you find this? And, and call in, write in. Does it take you nine hours to eat a salad? <laughs> I went to Just Salad. I got a big bowl of spinach and some cucumber and some croutons and there some chicken. Go. 
and it took me 40 minutes to eat it. Yeah, well, it's it's like raking, you know? You got to pick up all the roughage. It's hard to pick up, and then it's hard to break down. Whereas, like, right. Chipotle, three bites, I just swallow it. I just yes. take it right down. Love a swallow. But it, the, the Chipotle, you're scooping, you're mixing with the salad. It's a lot of stabbing, and then you got to just chew like a cow. A lot of chewing. Yeah. We got to get something between that. You want to go to get a salad in between? Sure. Here? I'll watch. Uh, you're not going to eat a salad? Well, maybe I'll get Chipotle and bring it over. Oh, you're fucking me. Well, I don't have, you know, AIDS. Support. Me here. All right, I'll get a fucking radish. For you. You're, you're get a radish and a and a and a fucking what zucchini? No spinach, Just cucumber, chicken. Uh, get some oils. It's healthy. Right. You'll take a big green shit. I don't mind a green shit. Let me ask you this: Speaking of swallowing, if you were a gay or a lady, do you yes. think you'd be a swallower or a spitter? How do you think you'd That's handle that? Good question. I think what my gal does is pretty good. She Uh-oh. will do a half and half. Really? Yeah, it's a pretty hot move where she's, you can tell she's kind of, she takes a lot in the mouth and then she lets it run out of the mouth oh, in a hot way and it falls oh. on the cans and all that. That is hot. It's it's hanging off the chin like a weird snot. It's hot. Oh, okay. That's something. Yeah, so I think you don't want a full cup of Caesar, you know, you want a half. <laughs> So she's not taking it all in, which is clever. I think it's a good move. And it still doesn't, she's not going, uh, that some people do. Yes. Which is not nice. But no. I get it. I don't want a mouthful of uh, ejaculate either. But yeah, get, get a half in or, or just a, a tablespoon. Yeah, that's a good move. Yeah. But I think some ladies are turned off by the dripping out. That's grosser. Ah. Like I've talked to women that are like, spitting it out is even grosser. Really? Because it feels like. Oh, it's you know? all slimy. Yeah, it's weird to spit, so it's rather just go one big, like a shot. Like a shot of, uh, what did you say to do a shot of? Tequila? Wait, maybe I was talking to someone else. Oh, I was talking to Val at the cellar last night. Uh-huh. She got me onto this celery juice. You ever hear about this guy? That's a guy? This, <laughs> his name's Celery Juice. He's oh. an urban act. <laughs> no, it's some guy. It's, uh, he used to be Lil Cell. Um, all right, I took it too far, but <laughs> he's a guy on Instagram. He's got 1.7 million followers, and all these people are all into him. He swears by waking up every morning and drinking a glass of celery juice. You got to juice celery, and it gets rid of acne. Acne, acne? the comedy really? club. Yeah, <laughs> it gets rid of acne, and it gets rid of fucking reflux, and it cures AIDS huh. and herpes. The whole thing. You got to follow. It. I'll, I'll sh- it's medicine something. How I do you know. do that every morning? I mean, I I get the drinking every morning, but how do you promote this every day? I feel like the uh, the Instagram channel will get old. That, oh, oh, you did it again today. <laughs> That's how I thought. And that, and he has a book, which I thought was hilarious. A I'm book. like, what's the book? Yeah, is it a pamphlet? It's got to be. This guy's on reruns. Just open uh, the celery up, put it in your juice, or drink it. I don't understand what else yeah. could be in there. And what I mean. What is so good about celery? Because I know there's a lot of water in it, but you could just drink water. But this salt or so, I don't know. Hey, well, you got to read the book, I, I guess. I guess I got to read the book. Yeah, buy the book, but buy the book. Um, all these celebrities and shit swear by it. has a million followers, and all these people post pictures of them. Like, it's kind of funny. It's like a girl, like a fat girl with like the tubes in her nose, uh-huh. and she's got cancer, and then she's like, it's like a split screen, and she like, you know, she's jogging. She oh, weighs like 100 pounds, and she's fun. like, I'm fine now. Oh, I like that. So it's from Celery Juice, evidently, but Val's on it, and she, I was like, alright, I'll try, I'll try anything at this point. Yeah, I'll try it. And then she, two different people said, an apple a day helps with reflux. I'm gonna go buy an apple. I've heard the apple. The apple a day keeps the doctor away. That like, you know, it came from somewhere. It's sure. sugar, again, people want to take, but it's fiber, and the skin is good and whatever oh, yeah. the fuck again not good if you have you know 
AIDS or something. An apple? Yeah, I feel like you, that's not going to cure you. Well, no. they say it keeps the doctor away. Yeah, well, I mean, not having insurance keeps the doctor away also. Oh, hello. Hey, tweet it. Could be a bit. I like it. Could be something. I haven't gone to the doctor in many years. Yeah, I've been going to this year, doctor. I know what I got to do is now I got to go to follow up. Because here's the thing when you have no insurance, you make a last minute appointment, they just go, yeah, yeah, yeah it's this, get out of here. Uh-huh. I need to sit down with them and be like, all right, tell me about this. Yep. What's yep. a timeline? Tell me about that. I always <coughs> said there needs to be an app where you can just ask a doctor something. And he, there's a guy just on call, and he just goes, no, don't do that. That's dumb. I think there is that. Is there? There's a website, yeah. There's a ask. There's, there is a web, because I Google so much shit. There is like a doctor that responds. Uh-huh. But you never know. It's the internet, so is he really a doctor? Right, I don't know. And then right. some guy messaged me about a thing that's almost like Airbnb for doctors. Like you Ooh. say what you're willing to pay or something, and then they and take you go. It. To their house and they for I don't know you? if it's the house. I think oh. it's like their office or something. I'm not sure. Because you don't want that guy. I always wonder, like, you know, the, the the bad guy in the movie gets shot and he goes to some raggedy, weird warehouse where, you know, the guy's got a, a, a barber chair and a spotlight and he's pulling out the bullets and he's pouring whiskey on it. Yeah, where do mob they find doctor. that guy? I think there's just mob doctors. Yeah, I'd like to have a mob doc. Yeah, maybe we should get to do that. Ow. Oh, wow, that one really busted open. I think I got an extra juice on uh, that one. Yeah, I think you're clean now. Wait, now I got I reopened it. You know they said I read a thing on what the fuck facts. Oh god, I never said, trust this. I love fun facts. It said that the healthiest foods are raspberry, spinach, avocado, and salmon. I've been eating so much salmon. Oh yeah? Oh my god. Every day I'm eating salmon. But then again, it comes back again. They go, "What the lead?" There's too much lead in the ocean, uh, and now you got to get cancer from that. You're like, "Fuck." And I've heard about mercury or Mercury, Pluto. that's what it is, maybe. Yeah. I think lead it might be mercury. Paint. Right, maybe it's mercury. That's what it is. Uh-huh. Mercury rising. Yeah, retrograde. Yeah, something. Oh God, who knows? Everything's got so. That's what I'm saying. You, you put one thing in, you're fucked. Yeah, it sucks. Just got to drink water and eat uh... spinach. Yeah, maybe spinach. But then spinach goes bad. You get that shit. That's like you get E. coli. Ah, yeah. Remember when they pulled spinach? It was like a uh, Firestone. What's Firestone? That was a tire that got recalled. Oh, I see. Was it Firestone? Yeah, that's a tire. Well, that's a comedian. Good year. Joe Firestone. Oh, yeah. She's great. She's I love funny. Joe Firestone. Then there's Roy Firestone. Who? Roy Firestone was the guy, he did like an ESPN thing. He would talk on the show and make you cry. He's in Jerry Maguire. Oh, all right. The make you cry was just part of Jerry Maguire. The rest, I think, is just... So he's fictional. No, he's a real guy. He plays himself. Jerry Maguire's one of those movies that has like people playing themselves oh, and shit. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That movie stinks. Really? Cameron Crowe? Yeah, it stinks. Wow. Show me the money. Yeah. Overrated. I never got the Zellweger love. I never understood the, like, her attractiveness or her acting or just, the whole thing. She was hot, flashing the anal for 10 seconds, and then we just dump her on the corner. Yeah, she um, was in Bridget Jones. She was in the Jerry Maguire. She was in Me, Myself, and Irene. She had like a moment. Yeah, she was hot, yes. hot like uh, industry. Yes, hot. yes. I never found her overly attractive. She had that no. squinty face. Yeah, real squint eye. Then she did like surgery that like made it worse and yeah. permanent. Yeah, she looked. Yeah, looked like someone like um, I don't know, squished her up. Yeah, sucked the helium out of her head. Also, uh, when she was in Me, Myself, and Irene, I always am fascinated when they do this in a movie. He made fun of her. He's like, you got real squinty eyes. You look like you're sucking on a lemon. I'm like, so is he just riffing, or was that written in? 
I always right. wonder about that. They'd have to write it in after they cast her. Yeah, exactly. So that it's it's honest. It's always a bummer too. I feel for like, and maybe I'll be this guy's like a nerd or whatever. But like, it's weird when you're like get cast as like, yeah, you're gonna be a fat fuck that we make fun of the whole movie. You gotta have a fat fuck. Yeah, and well, it's, in it's the in old the, days, it's well, yeah, but it's in the script, you know. Like, hey, we need a fat guy here. Yeah, and then you're just like, oh, I'm fat. Like, do they put out a casting call going, hey, fatty? Yeah, we need fat fucks. I guess so. I mean, if you're fat, you go, hey, great, I got a gig. Yeah, I think so. I think that's, like, part of the thing that's helpful. Because you're, you're a tweeter. You got nothing to show for I got here. nothing. I'm a white, boring loser. Yeah, but you're, like, you're attractive, but you're not, like, a smoke show. Yeah, I got nothing. You I'm, got I'm mediocre. Weird hair. The, the Adam's apple's a problem. Yeah. But I have, like, at least nerd look. Right. I can be nerd. Right. He's, like, bad teeth, sweet guy. Yes. That's lanky, something. Tall. Yeah. yeah, that's, like, that could be something. Although I did, like, nerdier now. Oh, you got to go real nerd. You need hawking. <laughs> yeah, I got to be falling down and fucking have braces on my legs. Well, I guess they could put those on for the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But you have Magic. like a tweener look. I got nothing. Yeah. Middle of the road. Somebody told me I have sitcom face the other day, and I thought that was something. What's that mean? You know, because my material is a little darker, and they were like, it's weird, your material is so dark, but you got sitcom face. I think people, no offense to this person. I think people know that you can say something and then add face to it, and it's like a good formula, but you're like, what does that mean? You're right. Because I'm like, sitcom, you're like, there's Matthew Perry, but there's Steve Urkel. Like, there's the dad you. from Family Matters, and then uh, Alan Ruck was in, you know, <laughs> Step by Step. I mean, there's a lot of different faces. Wait, so. Alan Ruck from Ferris Bueller? Yeah, he was in Step by Step, or no, no not the other one. The one with Sweet Going City. Places. No, Going Places. He was in Going Places. I've never heard of that. That was on Friday nights for a minute. Uh, going yeah. Places. What? You made Brand that up. new faces. Faces. <laughs> Yeah, that was on. It was on TGIF for like 10 minutes. I never heard of going places. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Shelby. Going places, brand new faces. Wide open spaces for my dreams. What's that? Uh, he was in Spin City. He was in Spin City, that yes. Was it. That was Michael dumb. J. Fox, sitcom face. You don't look like him. No, but I think it's like the lead. Like you could be the, the, the boy, like... Uh, how I Met Your Anal. I guess. I'm just saying. I, but I sit, hear you. There's a lot of different faces in sitcoms, so I'm saying the joke isn't great. However, Kurt Metzger calling, uh, what's his toes? Uh, uh, it's got to be specific. He called Keith Albestat astronaut head. Now, now that's that one, <laughs> that's good. That's Because every astronaut's a white guy with a square jaw, yep. kind of balding, yep. handsome. Yep, he nailed that. That one's great. I, mean, I know there's a few female uh, astronauts, and this I'm sure there's a couple with whatever. Well, the beauty of the blah, blah, blah face is it's very vague, so it covers a lot of ground. Because I know a guy who had a joke where he said, I have asshole face. And you go, yeah, I guess you kind of do. Yeah, why not? Yeah. And then I knew another joke where a guy said, I have gay face. And you're like, yeah, Gay I guess face. you kind of do. Yeah, I guess. So you can kind of glom onto it. It's not, it's not, you didn't nail it. Yeah. So you can't really be wrong, which is why Astronaut Head is so perfect, because it's like, that's that thing. Yeah, he's like tall, and from the south, too. Yep, like, yep. he has a real astronaut situation. Right, a little bit of tan. <laughs> astronaut Head. That's great. <laughs> what was my point here? I can't remember. When You don't look good. You don't have a casting? Oh, yeah. Whenever somebody tells you, it's always kind of an insult when somebody goes, you got a good look. Yes. Because that, that could mean a lot of things. Yeah, that's true. You got a good look. Could mean, hey, you could be uh, a rape victim. You could be a rapist. 
It could be a Jew. It's it's uh, it's very vague. It's also very dehumanizing. You got a good look. I don't want to be a look. I'm a person. I'm a human being. Yeah. What about my soul? Yeah, but I mean, it's so funny to see too in movies whenever they cast a comedian because it's all about their look, and you're like, oh wow. With show business, show business is just look. That's the whole thing. Yeah, it's a huge part of it, of it's course. It's a huge part of it, and you're like, this guy has amazing jokes, and he's smart, and has great writing, but you go, oh, he looks like a nerd. Put him in. Well, it's like auditions are like that, too. It's like you try to tell me, like, never take it personal, because sometimes it's just like, ah, you're too tall for the lead actor yes, that we already yes. casted. Yeah, like when you see Gaffigan in a movie, and he's like he's like the fat, bumbly guy, and you're like, oh, man, this guy's like a brilliant comedian. He's got millions of dollars, eight kids, and it, you just see him as this fat weirdo. Yeah. But... That's the business we're in, folks. It's a weird time. It's a weird time too. Like remember, I watch Seinfeld obviously all the time religiously, and there's all these fat jokes about George. Oh yeah, he's '90s fat. We've talked about this before. Sure. But like now, he's not even fat. No. He no. just lo- he looks fine. He's he looks dead like bun. yeah yeah. He just looks like you know stone or whatever. <laughs> Easy. Fat and ugly. I'm going to give him a complex. Um, but anyways, uh, not fat. Well, I'm saying he's not fat. Yeah. Let me let me get into some business here. Please. We got a little business we can get into. Oh, we have an ad, too. We got to remember Ooh, that thing. Oh, we do have an ad. Nice ad. Love an ad. Thank you, Fanny. Keep yeah. coming. We got to uh, find that thing. Hit me. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking we'll take that chunk out there. Yeah, work on that shelf. All down. right, folks. We just cut out a big chunk of nothing when we looked at emails. and uh, Mark said the N-word twice. Young Sheldon. Um, all right, how about that? I'll tell this real frustrating egg of a story. I'm down in Baltimore. They call it Baltimore, but it's not Baltimore. Timonium. Yes, which is what you have in your ear. Yes, McGoobies. Oh, yeah. That's what just shot out of my pimple. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. God, it's yucky. You're leaking over there. So I rented a car, and it's like I'm like, I don't want to fly to Baltimore. If you fly to Baltimore, then you got to get on a train. If you take the train to Baltimore, you got to take a car back to the Timonium. Sure, it's a suburb. It's basically white flight. I guess so. And it's it's uh, no the Jew area is. Uh, it rhymes with the K word. It's called. Dykesville or something like that. Yeah, I think it is Dyke City. I think it's Dykesville. Dykesville, all right. Because uh, the guy Umar that we worked with. Yes, yes. You work with him on Wednesday. I work with him the rest of the week. Funny guy. Funny guy, nice guy. I said he's like nicer Chris Allen. Yeah, Less bully Chris Allen. Less bully and a little more uh, cultured. Oh. Well, he's teaching kids. He's out there. He's Indian. Oh, he's Pakistan. I think he's Pakistani. Edit that chill beat. Yeah. Wait, wait, which part? Well, I called him Indian. Oh, you don't have to edit that. It's close. It's all in the same region. I think they get a little little frosty. Well, he's not going to. He's not. A, the... a fucking real person might. Not a comedian. All right. Well, yeah, yeah he's, he works he's with kids. He's a child psychologist or something. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm he, saying. He's lived. Yeah, he's a real... He's good. I mean, well, uh, Chris went to the Air Force or whatever the fuck. Wow, so did my gay uncle. <laughs> Anybody can do that. They let them in? Now they do. All right, good for them. Yeah, they uh, get married as well. But anyways, yeah, he said it was like... It was a bunch of us sitting in the room, and then... Uh, Allie Breen came down. She oh, was a she's guest bar. Great, I love Allie. So funny. She was there for a bar mitzvah. She came over, and did a guest spot on the show. Was she in Dykesville? That's what he said right away, which uh-huh. is funny because it's like stuff that you know everything's so PC now. But she's like, I went to a bar mitzvah. He was like Dykesville, and she's like, Yeah, how'd you know? Uh-huh. He's like, That's where all the Jews are. There you go. It's, it's a little not- off-putting for a Muslim to know where all the Jews are, but uh, and she's a Jew. 
I don't think she's a Jew. Uh, I think she's Breen, I don't know. She's very blonde and Irish. I think she's Irish. Uh, she might be uh Yeah, she's freckly and from Boston. She's a Mick. I mean, we have a lot of Jews in Boston. They're in Newton and Sharon. Uh huh. Stoughton, maybe. Sharon. Yeah. Oh. That's fun. That's a fun name. <laughs> it is. I'm inside Sharon. There's a bunch of up there. That used to be a, that was like a classic bit. Well, I got drunk last night and woke up in Lawrence. Boy, was he pissed. That's a town. There's Lawrence and there's Sharon and there's like yeah, there's other ones I can't think of. Well, you also got sandwich. Sandwich. I got drunk and ended up in sandwich. <laughs> I woke up in a sandwich. Um, woke up in the East River in a sack. <laughs> um, but anyways, so it was the town is Dykesville, and yeah. then Allie and I both were like, "Do they ever call it?" And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's the big joke. It's too easy. It's hard not to. I shouldn't have put Allie in there. Well, it's like but Newton. You got to go Jutin. Yes, it's exactly. right there for the picking. Yeah. I told you one time we went to, there was a, eight, you know, H&M, not mm-hmm. H&M. H&H. H&H, not the bagels. Wait. What's the video place? Oh, B&H. Yeah. B&H. Yeah. I, we, I don't think we should be saying any of this stuff because it's got to come off very anti-Semitic. We love the Jew. I was like, B&H, and I'm like, that place is like, it's so crazy. It's like another planet. And then my friend, who will rename Nameless, yeah, he went, yeah, it's Jupiter. Oh! It was a big line. Oh, I love that. It was a big li- line. If you ever go to the store, most people probably haven't been there. It's all like Hasidic Jews that run the pl- they are Yeah, all- it's like a chocolate factory with Jews. Yeah, but it's an amazing store. It's, it's a video. Fine. But it's crazy because everything's on there. trains. You order something, yes. they put it on a little train car, so there's trains whipping around. It feels like um, the North Pole, you know? It's, yes, it's, yes, it's like that. It's all elves and everything's on a conveyor and it's, it's millions of pulleys and the, it's the most efficient store in the city. It's exciting. It's a cool store. But um, anyways, I don't condone the kind of language, of course, but it's no, just kind of big funny. fan of the uh, Hebrew people. But anyways. Chosen. Yeah, they chose. Must be nice. And no hell. Oh, is that right? They don't have a hell. Oh, interesting. It's very convenient. Yeah, that's nice. Smart move when they were setting up the whole... Religion. I think uh, go no hell. Humans don't have a hell really either. Humans? What are you saying? They're not real? We're not going to hell, is my point. There's no hell. Well, obviously, they're all full of shit. I mean, there's no <laughs> heaven either. But I'm just saying, when they've set up the whole thing. I remember Jim, Jim Carrey had a joke, not the strongest stand up comic. Uh-huh. But he had a joke about I think hell is just listening to your grandparents' nostrils whistle while they eat sandwiches. Oh. That was his, like, that's that was something. one of his. <laughs> It's obvious that he didn't like that. His sandwich whistles? Yeah. He said, oh, I hate this nose thing, and I'm going to write a bit about it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that is obvious. Yeah. But uh, um, now what about uh Oh, so I went dykes? down there. Jesus it's Christ. Funny, dykes is still offensive as well. Oh, yeah. Good point. So that could be the gay neighborhood. Damned if you don't. Uh, damned if you do. That could be, uh, yeah, the, uh, the lesbian neighborhood in Dykesville. Right. Yeah, I feel like the Les don't get much rep. We got what do you gay mean? bar. It's all about gay bar. That's a gay neighborhood, but it's never a lesbian. Yeah, but I think lesbian is gay also. It, it is a gay, gay woman. But you go to a gay bar and it's dudes. Oh, interesting. I think there's lesbian bars, I there's guess. There's one around here. I actually had to research it because I was like, this seems unfair that lesbians don't get their own venue. Yeah. And uh, it's called the Cubby Hole. Oh, fun. Which is nice. I like that. Cubby, oh, isn't that a Chicago? Oh, Cubby Bear is like a big Cubs bar in Chicago. Uh, Cubby Bear. Yeah, that's uh That sounds like a gay twink thing. <laughs> like it's like a fat guy who's little. Oh, interesting. Like a, not a bear, but a Cubby Bear. Yeah. That's also, fun. if a guy, if a fat guy is super gay and super 
squishy. You could be a gummy bear. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, we're having fun. We really are, aren't we? Um, oh, so I had radio, but I rented a car. I drove down. More on that later. More you rented on. a car? That's what I'm saying. All right. That's the best way to get to Baltimore to me, because then Timonium is a shit town. It's horrible. It's in a business park. The hotel sucks there, and so now I have a car. Now I'm whipping around. I can go wherever I want. Nice. And where I want to go is Cheesecake Factory for lunch, because I got a salmon, mashed potato, and uh, Asperger's. What's the fucking thing? Uh, Asparagus. I always oh, say Asperger's. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, but anyways, so I had the car. I got radio, 7 a.m. radio, and I'm like, I'll just drive myself. Good. Wake up at 6.15 a.m., drive down there. I, I, I'm crazy about time, so I go all the way down there. I'm waiting in the waiting room. I go, hey, I'm here, Joe List for uh, K-Rock, whatever the fuck it's called. They go, yeah, just have a seat over there. So I sit down, there's two... Large African American men. They go. One of them says, "Hey, Mr. List, how you doing?" I said, "Hi." I was like, "I don't know this guy's. I don't know what's going on here." Uh-huh. And then I thought, "Oh, they must be driving someone else to raid. Like they know the deal. Maybe they're from the other club or something. Mm. That's why they said hello. I don't okay. know what's going on. I don't know." So I'm watching the Today Show for about 20 minutes because they, they said get there at seven four. It was eight a.m. So they said get there at seven forty-five. So I got there right at seven forty-five. I'm sitting there watching the Today Show, farting around, thumbing my ass. Mm-hmm. And then around 8 o'clock, I still haven't heard anyone. So I'm like, oh, this is, I hope they know I'm here. I'm like, what if this secretary is just a dummy? Yeah. And didn't know, didn't call down. I want, I want to get credit for being here on time. Yes, credit. Because a lot of clubs don't want to let you go on by yourself. They don't yeah. trust the comics. They don't think you'll do it. Yeah. So I'm like, I better get credit for being here on time. I'm already having an argument in my head. So then at about 8, 10... Bill Bellamy comes out. Oh, he's Big with, Bill. These are his handlers Wow, from the Comedy Factory. So they must be like, oh, hey, Joe, you're from the other club. Uh-huh. That's how they knew me. And I was like, oh, that's why I've been waiting. He probably went a little long. Sure. Looked great, that. by the way. He's got a, a hat, whatever. Not a fedora. fedora. Maybe a fedora or a... Skullcap, clan hood. Flyer. Yarmulke. He had the diamond earrings and the shades. It just looked cool as a cucumber. Yeah, he's a hip dude. And he's at the Comedy Factory, so he goes, hey, let's go get some breakfast. And it was funny because, you know, he's a little late coming out, and he's like, let's go get some breakfast. And like, well, the next show is at uh, 8.45. You're on Jesus. the air. He's like, all right, we'll grab breakfast. And I was like, looking at my watch, I'm like, it's 8.10. Yeah. They have to be on the air at 8.45. He's like, well, we'll grab breakfast. And I was yeah. like, they're going to be an hour late for that show. Right. But Wait, wait this is Bellamy. This is Bellamy. T- I'm just overhearing oh, him talk to those two I guys. Oh, you're he was inviting you. No, no. He's saying to the two guys. Got it. Got he's it. like, let's go get some breakfast. And they're like, no, no. The, we have to be on at 8.45. <laughs> oh, and he's like, hilarious. ah, it's fine. We'll grab breakfast. <laughs> and I was like. So then I'm like, all right. Well, it should be any minute now. He probably went long. So I'm just sitting there. Now it's 8.15, 8.20. And I'm like, this is getting insane. I've been here for fucking 45 minutes. Sure. This is the saddest moment of my comedy career. A woman walks down and she's just got that face of like. Oh, I know that face. She walks up and goes, "Mr. List, um, I don't. There must have been a miscommunication. You're not on. We don't have you booked here today." Whoa! And she's like, "And we're too packed. I can't even squeeze you on. So wow. I'm really sorry." So, ouch! There's no radio. I'm not even on. I just went ah. all the way down there for nothing. Woke up at fucking six ten a.m. Drove all the way down. Traffic, commuter traffic. Ah. I wait for a half hour. Ah. And it's like, the, there's nothing better on the road than no radio. Of course. The best feeling in the world. Yeah. And it, I had that 
But I didn't have it. You didn't have they it. They robbed me of the no radio. And I know everybody's sitting at home going, oh, excuse me, you fucking queen. You had to go wake up. It's brutal because you got to wake up at 6, and then you get the whole day. You can't get a nap in. You try to do it. You, you spend four hours trying to nap. You lose the day. Then you got to work all night. Yes, exactly. Because people get up at 5.30 a.m. Yeah. every day, and they yada, yada. But they don't have a fucking show to do at 11 o'clock at night. Exactly. Two shows, and then you got to do a meet and greet and hang out and stay up and all that. So it fucks you, and, and it can make you literally ill. And, I mean, again, I, I, I'm, I'm grateful that we have an easy job, essentially. Sure, we travel, sure. we tell dick jokes, we're goofing around. People are roofing and plumbing and all that horse shit. It's very difficult I wouldn't want to trade jobs, uh-huh. but the part about getting up and going, at least if you get up at 5, some people are like, I get up at 5.30 a.m. every day, but you're like, yeah, but you go to work and then you get paid for it. Yes. I just got up at 6 a.m. and drove around for no reason. No reason. Zero benefit. Nothing. Very frustrating. I mean, they were like so apologetic. They felt horrible, which was nice. All right. But it was nice because they're like, how pissed are you? And I'm like, well, it's been 10 hours now. I don't really care now. Yeah. Because it's like, it's hard to be like... You fucked me. I never understand that because I'm like, well, it's over now. It's right. annoying, but ah, you made a mistake. What am I going to do? Well, yeah, well, you can't take it back. But some people, that's where you're a good egg. Some people will soak that up for too long. Yeah, they want to just snap and yell, but I was just like, ah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Can I just say this? It'd be nice if you could buy sleep. And you can't hmm. buy it. But you can buy Tylenol PM or You can Ambien. buy that, but it'd be nice. You know, you can pay someone in, in money. You can pay them in food. You can pay them in compliments. It'd be nice if you could pay someone in sleep. Like, here, I will give you two hours of sleep. And you just go, you just download and go, ooh, all right, I feel better. Wow, that would be nice. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, in the future, I'm sure there'll be a pill that simulates sleep. doesn't put you to sleep. Maybe. It makes you feel like you slept. Like the way we have a vitamin, like, oh, I'm, I've got a deficiency. I need some iron. You take an iron pill. It'd be nice to take a sleep pill. I'd like to take a just came pill. That would be oh, nice. My wife would love that if I had that. would be smarter. That way you take it, and you, you know that feeling where your ball bag's empty and you just yes. feel loose? Ah, oh, you, you actually feel like a woman. You're thinking clearly, you're making good decisions. Yeah, you got no balls anymore. Right. They're empty. It's nice. Hey, you know what's nice is Eero. Oh, yeah. Guys, life is too short for bad Wi-Fi. Have you ever come home after a long day and you just want to take your computer into your room to surf the web, but you got a weak signal and you can't? Oh, that's the worst, I'll tell you. Not a fan of that. Yeah, well, you don't have to anymore because it's enough of those frustrating experiences. Our friends at Eero have you covered. Sweet. I hate to <laughs> break it to you, but the single router model just doesn't work anymore. It stinks. Oh, yeah. I remember when the phone company would just send me one router. All I had to do was plug it in and call it a day. Well, no longer in this high-bandwidth world, one small router won't cut the mustard, Mark. Why is that, you say, Fatty? It's simple physics, that's why. Just like waves, just like light waves, Wi-Fi waves don't travel walls very well. Well, everybody knows that. So what you need is Eero. Eero is a system of beacons and base stations that distribute a strong Wi-Fi signal evenly all over your house, just like a net. Ah, sounds a little complicated for this goober. <laughs> it is not. I just downloaded the app, and Eero walked me through each step of the process to make sure my Wi-Fi network was connected. Aha. Uh -huh. Wow. All right. Well, 
With all those different hubs transmitting my personal information around the house, isn't it vulnerable to a cyber attack? Not with Eero. I mean, excellent question. You have a lot of great questions, Mark, but Thank not you. with Eero. They've got you covered with WPA2 level encryption. Wow. Wow. And unlike traditional routers, it controls the hardware and software for your entire network, so you're always secure. What a relief. And if that's not enough, you can add an Eero Plus. That's what we have. Yes. Thank you, Eero. Subscription to the mix. With Eero Plus, you get tons of additional protections like... You get total network protection, block malicious and unwanted content across your entire network, advanced security, content blocking, ad blocking technology... It's the best. We got Eero here. We got the quickest, zippiest internet on the planet. We never have to wait. It just loads right up. I'm a big fan. Get Eero Plus and keep your family safe and block pop-ups. Never think about Wi-Fi again. Get $100 off the Eero based unit and two beacons package and one year of Eero Plus just by going to Eero.com slash Tuesdays and enter Tuesdays at checkout. That's E-E-R-O.com slash Tuesdays, plural, to get $100 off the base unit and two beacons package, plus one year of Eero plus Eero.com slash Tuesdays and enter Tuesdays at checkout. Eero, get, get good, good Wi-Fi today. today. All right. My, my Eero is bleeding. Yeah, that's true. And then an Eero comes along. Sing it, sister. Uh, boy, we really fucking bantered our way right through this whole episode. Oh, yeah. I didn't even get to any of the stories. Good. Well, hit me, Fatty. What do you got? Well, you go. I just told that radio business that was nonsense, well, really. Well, if we're talking Baltimore, I got I to gotta talk about this real bomb I had. Were there Baltimoreans there? Aha. Uh-huh. Felt like it. Uh, they wanted Balta less of me. So... I got a gig in Baltimore. I got my pal Doug Key. He's got a nice whip, as the kids call whip. it. That's a car. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I got to talk to him. I got a shoulder problem. Oh, yeah. He's a good little uh, physical there. Yes. So Doug Key goes, yeah, I'll drive you. It's a four-hour drive. We leave the house at three. I go up to the Bronx. Oh, no. He works in the Bronx, and this is like boogie down Bronx. It takes like an hour to get up there on the two. Oh, yeah. I remember that before you had to do that. Yeah. He parks his car in the Bronx, and he lives in Harlem. He's all north of us. Yeah. He just works and lives up there. It's a whole thing. Yucky. So he works with all these uh, old folk. He, like, puts them into a bed, puts them into a chair, helps feed them. He's like a good egg. Yeah. Boy, there's a lot of good guys in this episode. Umar, him. Yeah, well, we surround ourselves with positive peeps. Nice people. So uh, he's a good dude, and he's telling me all about these guys. One guy's a Holocaust survivor. Wow, still alive? Still, he's like 98. Jesus. Saw the whole thing. One guy was uh, in World War II shooting krauts out there in the shit. God, they got some old fucking bags up there. These are old New York dudes. Like These guys lived, and they saw some shit. And uh, now they just live in this fucking weird home in the Bronx. But Doug gets to talk to him and get some stories out of him. Wow. It's wild. So uh, Doug was driving. We drive up. Now, here's a weird thing. I got one of those. You ever just have this? You're in a, in a car and you're talking. And you're like, man, my throat is uh, hurting. Maybe it's LPR. What's that? That's what I have. Oh, God. Laryngitic penix. Oh, yeah. That, that crossed my mind. I was like, maybe I have what he has. Yeah. So I'm freaking out. Now I'm like, oh, my throat hurts. Am I gay? What's going on? I'm getting old, you know? Well, we talk a lot. We talk a lot. And I'm talking in the car. I'm bitching about PC and Jews and the whole thing. And yeah, I'm really giving Doug a... I'm bending his ear. I, I appreciate him letting me vent. Hero. And uh, so we get to the gig. Show up. Umar, it's, it's at this bar and... Uh, 
Baltimore City, I think is the name of the neighborhood. An Ubar. Yes, and it's fucking sold out and hot, and we get a meal there, and Umar's cool, and everything's set up perfectly. You know you go to a million shows that aren't set up right? Everything's set up perfect. The mic's hot. The seats are in the right place. He showed me the photos. Looks amazing. Looks great. You got to do it. Gin and jokes. Gin and jokes. Go do that, folks. I'm not supposed to do it because the Magoobies might eat my ass, but uh, yeah, it's one night. Blow me. So uh, we go there. It fills up in two seconds, and uh, everybody goes up, and the crowd's pretty good. Everybody's killing, and I went up there, and my material just rubbed them raw. Ooh. Not into it. I had like a, a front row of like young, pretty girls, and they were... Once I did a school shooting joke, they were checked out, Fatty. Oh, boy. Pretty and, young thing. And I had that uh, had that moment of like, should I change my act? Like, is this bad? I don't want to bother people. That's not why I got into this. I'm a comedian. Yeah, I know the feeling. But, but then you're like, this is who I am. And, you know, what if Patrice had done that? Not saying I'm Patrice. But, you know, you can't change who you are. And some people don't find it offensive. Some people do. And. It was a long, sad ride back. Well, how much time did you have to do? I did an hour flat. Jeez. Well, I want to run. I'm running my hour, so. And it just never, you never got them? Well, I had them. <laughs> it wasn't a bomb. It wasn't a. Oh, all right. You said you bombed. Oh, did I? Okay. Well, a couple it was, times. It was just a, it was a, what's the word? It was Not a, satisfactory? It didn't sit well. Ah. Like, I got off stage and. Umar was like, fuck them, fuck them, they're pussies. Yeah, he said it to me, too. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess. But you still don't want to, I don't want to bother people. I still want to be a killer act. Of course. But I like, you know, I I don't know, maybe it's a youth thing. I think the youth in me aren't connecting. Ah, the youth, but you're a youth. I got to touch more kids. I guess there's a, I mean, how young were they? In their 20s, I I guess? early early 20s. 20s. Like these are college cunts. Yeah, a lot of these early twenties people, especially in like an inner city, they're try they're a little more uh, I don't know. Well, you know, it's a weird thing because we watched like the Ted Bundy doc, and we watched the Michael Jackson doc, and R. Kelly's peeing in my mouth, and everybody's like, "This is crazy. This is good entertainment." And then I make a joke about something that never happened, and I'm the bad guy. Yeah, it's very strange. It's a strange. I don't get it. It's it's thing. a kooky way to have priorities. Well, like, I guess you're making light of it, and the documentary isn't. They're just presenting it of like, here's a thing that happened, and you're making light of it, and they think the victims are going to hear it, or it's Uh, insensitive or something. I don't know. Well, some kid tweeted at me, and he goes, well, because I did a whole thing about how the Michael Jackson doc was awesome, but your 30-second fictional pedophilia joke was offensive. And I'm like, so how is that okay? And one kid tweeted, well, if your, your friend's mom died, it's okay to go to the funeral, but you can't joke about it, which I get. He's got a point. So I wrote, I'm not joking about any mom specifically. I'm just joking about death. Right. I'm just joking about pedophilia. I'm not saying this happened and that happened to me. So it's not specific. It's just a pedophile joke. Right. So our priorities are out of whack with what's what's offensive and what I can't even watch the Michael Jackson die. I don't want to watch it. It bums me out. Yeah. But the jokes I like because I they feel good. Yeah, it's tricky. It's, it's tricky. but people. People are di- different strokes for different folks, I guess. Yeah. Some people are uh, offended by it. I don't understand it, but that's how they are. I'm yeah. not offended by anything, but I'm offended, I guess, if you were like, ah, your fucking family's dumb, I might be like, hey, I fuck guess. you. But again, that's specific to your family. I understand. Which is I don't. The, the dead mom tweet. But they're uh, offended by, I don't know, I get it. Maybe they were touched. I'm well, not really sure. It just worries me because oh, a couple things. One, 
everybody's got their shit. You know, your dad died of cancer, your dad, your your aunt got a uh, feline AIDS, whatever it is. So you touch on feline AIDS, and they might go, "Hey, oh, that, that hurts." You can't talk about that. You're like, well, if we can't talk about that, we can't talk about anything. I know. Because everybody's got something. DePaul used to always say that when someone goes, uh, joke about cancer, they're like, hey, I know. I got you. It's like, yeah, it's cancer. We all know someone. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's a tricky time. I don't know. But maybe... Uh, but this is my other thing, is I think that the Michael Jackson doc, you watch in your own privacy of your own anal, and you go, oh, wow, that's crazy. But with comedy, you need an illicit, you need to elicit laughter. Uh-huh. So then people see you laughing and they go, oh, he's one of them. Mm. You know, it, it has. there's a reaction to it that other people can see. There's judgment. There's judgment. Yes. Judgment Day, Terminator 2. Exactly. So that, that becomes a factor. Right. Whereas the MJ doc, you're watching it in bed jerking off. Yeah. So, uh, so I did a lot of thinking, but it was a long four-hour ride back and we got back to... New York at like three in the morning, and I did that whole thing. You know that awkward thing where you're getting a ride, and he's like, "Well, I live in Harlem," and I'm like, "Well, can you get me kind of to the Midtown area? And I'll just jump out. You know, if you see a, a two, I'll just jump out." And so I got uh, I got out in Times Square. That was our what's the word? Uh, uh, compromise. Compromise. Well, I'll tell you, it wouldn't have been bad to take the Holland Tunnel, just drop you right there, and then shoot up the F, F uh, West Side Highway. Well, he was going off a of GP Jew, and uh, it said Lincoln. Wow. So we got out. I got out in the Midtown area and came home. And uh, yeah, just a, just a late late night thinker. Yeah, that's what I had two nights ago. Same thing, coming back from Baltimore because I rented the car. But if I'm not back by 10 a.m. Sunday, I got to pay for another day of car. Ah. So I was like, I'm leaving. The hotel stinks. So I'm like, I'm going right after the show. On Saturday. Yeah. So Good I did the you. two shows. First one was amazing. Sold out. Actually, second one was better. Sold out. Yeah. They had a nice bonus, which was nice. That ain't easy in, in the, the Timon. No. Well, no one came to any of the other shows. Thursday, we had 28 people. And a bunch of Tuesdays, I feel terrible. 28 people? There was 28 in a room that holds 900 or something. Sure, it's, it's got like biggie. bleachers and a balcony. It's, uh, what do you call it? Uh, escalated or what? Vaulted. Stadium style? Vaulted. Where the vaulted. seats go up in a diagonal like a, oh. like a Heil Hitler. I never heard vaulted. Vaulted ceiling? Mm. Yeah, it's a ceiling that's kind of diagonal. Oh, all right. Well, it's vaulted, baby. It's in the vaulted. Uh, but yeah, I had a few Tuesdays there, and I, I appreciate you coming, but I wish you had come to a better show, because it felt like the, the gays were just looking at me like, what is this? Does yeah. he stink? It yeah. sucks when people are like a fan of the podcast and a, a seemingly a fan of the stand-up, and then they're watching the show just being like, oh, God, it's maybe crazy. he sucks. It's crazy how much comedy is such a mood thing. Like you mm-hmm. go and you're like, there's 18 people here. This The room's weirdly lit. It's dingy. It, I'm gay. This is weird. And you're like, no, you could be the best comic on the planet, but if it, the mood is wrong, it's like a boner. Yeah. Saturday, both shows were killer, and it was fun. A lot of fans came out, so I thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, no gifts. I think that's over. I guess those days we had a good run. We did have a good run. Well, I'll get on the Patreon. That's better anyways. Uh-huh. But anyway, so Saturday, I'm like, I'm bombing out of here. As soon as this show's over, and it's 9.45, so it's pretty early, which is nice. Not bad. So I went in there, got my paycheck, fucking chatted with the, the owner a little bit, jumped in the car, but it's pouring rain. Yeah. And then it, we skipped ahead an hour. Ah. So I'm driving. When it hits two, all of a sudden it turns to three. Ah, I hate the hour change. So I got home at 5 a.m. Oh! I'm like, I haven't gone to bed at 5 a.m. since I was 28 in the blackout sure. fucking my aunt in the ass. Oh, I mean, it was times. crazy. Wow. Uh, 5 o'clock a.m. bedtime. It throws you all off for Sunday. But boy, it feels good to return that car. Oh, yeah. And then you jump in the lift home. But driving in the pouring rain is oh, terrifying. It's the worst feeling. Trying to pass an 18-wheeler on a two-lane oh. highway. Oh, 
because it's spraying everywhere. And yeah. I, like, I kept bailing. It happened like four times. I was like, here we go. And I'd be like, ah, because it's fucking spraying so hard. The wipers are going yep, nuts. Yep. And I'm afraid I'm going to skid off the road. There's a guardrail right there. And and you're just picturing your, your, the car flipping. Yes. 200 times. I do that all dying. the time. I'm yeah. just visualizing, just hanging out. And like you, you go black and your eyeballs hanging out of Same. your fucking asshole. And it feels real. You get that fear and you can't think straight. Yeah. Now I'm driving 48. I got to like rebuild. And it's the same truck. I can't get past him. Yeah. So finally, I just got up the gall because like four cars did it first. They yeah. all just whipped past, and I'm like, all right, these fucking. One of them was a minivan with the kids in it. Oh wow! I'm like, I got a man up here, so I just fucking gun. I'm doing like 110 miles an hour in a Ford Focus or whatever. Baby on board. And then I got by, and then it's always weird because as soon as I pass, I just get back in front of him and drive like the same speed he's driving, yeah. but like two car lengths <laughs> ahead. And he must just be like, what a bitch this guy is. Well, wait a minute. How do you return a car? Are they open? Oh, yeah. Alamo, 24 hours. Ooh. Just drop it right off, get a lift, and whoosh, squirt home. Alamo, I'll remember that. But I went to bed at uh, 5 a.m., and uh, it was a wild, wild time. And then Sarah came home yesterday, like, sick. I hadn't seen her in 12 days. Longest time we've gone without seeing each well, other. Well, that's almost a, a fortnight. Well, it's crazy, because I'm like, I went to Fort Worth. Ah. Three fortnights. Fort Worth nights. <laughs> the worst nights. But I was there for three nights. Then I was home for four nights. Then I went to Baltimore for three. Yeah. She was just in Houston with her family, but you're like, it's always weird when you're like, what have you been up to? What's going on? I'm like, I've been up to like, I don't even know how to start. I've been in eight cities, five states, and three assholes. Yeah, I've had fucking six bombs, two kills, and a partridge in a queer tree. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably the least stories we've ever told on an episode. No, we've had some digressions. <laughs> I mean, this was really something. Neil digress Tyson. Um, how about this on the way down here? This is nothing crazy, but uh, I guess I'm revealing I had nothing for this episode. Uh, maybe a couple things coming. I think you had some. You got Bill Bellamy in here. I had the ear thing. Yeah, you had the ear jizz. Hero. Can I, can I just say that uh, I mentioned the throat feeling? Oh, yeah. So we drive back. We get back at 3 in the morning. You know, you can't sleep. I'm gay. And I went to bed, and I have an ear. Now I have an ear. Do you ever have this, though? Wow, 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 wow. Interesting. In my ear. And I can't sleep because your ear is just wowing. It sounds like tinnitus, kind of. I Googled it, and it said tinnitus, but I thought you had a ringing. Mine's like this. Oh, weird. Mine was wow, wow, wow. Did it go away? Wow. It comes and goes. Ah. Uh, I don't yeah. have it right now, but when I lay down, it might come back. Yeah, mine's just there all the time. It's very frustrating. I wonder if that's sinus or now I'm all worried because, you know, I woke up the next day at like 7 a.m. to go straight to Austin Tejas and I was all fucked. I had a splitting headache and I never get headaches. So something's up. I think I need a, just a nice rest. Hmm. But. Yeah, it's it, it's we talking about it's getting older. I feel crazy. I'm I'm all I have like fucking plantar fasciitis. I got a pinched nerve, my rotator cuff or something. My shoulders hurt for wow. like four months. Not even an injury. I got this silent reflux, which is co I got cobblestone throat. I got fucking cum dripping down my throat. Yep. I, I feel like I'm dying. I gotta eat better. I eat one set of French fries and I'm just I wanted to throw up blood. Wait, is that a mint tea you're drinking? No, this is chamomile. Right. I can't have any caffeine. I can't have any mint. I can't have coke. I can't have fries. I can't have marinara. I want to kill myself. We're old. I, I I'm all crickety. I get out of bed. I got to stretch every day. I have like a regiment it's, every day. It's uh it's bad. And I used to just treat my body like a like a vehicle. Like I would guzzle a bunch of booze. I'd jerk off. I'd jizz in this. I'd eat my own ass. And then I would just go get on a plane. I'd have two hours of sleep. But I was like, oh, I know I feel like shit, 
but just get on the plane. And now I feel so shitty, I can't do it. We're in our 30s. I know. I, I can't. I, we talked about this last week, but I'm like, these people, these fat asses in their 50s that smoke, I mean, they must just be feel oh, like garbage. It's crazy. I don't know how people do it. But I'm trying 35. to really turn around with this diet. I want to just fucking be full on health. Yeah, it's not easy. It's very difficult. And like, you just. Thursday night, I think it was in Baltimore. I just I hadn't eaten in like hours, and like it was an early show, so you're done at nine thirty, and I'm like, I want to go out to dinner right now. Yeah. Just eat a fucking chicken oh, parm or a McDonald's nice. or go to a diner. I, I drive by Chick Fil A. I'm like, I want some buffalo sauce. I always guzzle it, but it'll fucking send me into a convulsions. You're here. addicted. Well, I was listening to this MMA fighter. I'm not a big MMA guy, but this guy was on a pod. And he was saying how he would eat this and lose a fight. Then he would eat that and win. Hmm. And he's like, you really are what you eat. It's yeah. a cliche. And he's like, I, I used to be a vegan and blah, blah, blah. And it's it's a good way to keep you in check. And it's the same with your throat. You know, like uh, you eat the, 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 the three cheese pasta and, and a birthday cake. You're going to hate yourself. Yeah. But if you don't, you're going to feel good. Yeah, I'll feel all right. I mean, so far, I still feel not great no matter what I eat, which is a bummer. Ah, that's not good. But I'm hoping, I mean, people reached out. I appreciate it. Keep reaching out. I'm like, how long is this going to take? What is it, a month, a week? I mean, I was hoping to just fix my diet for a week and feel fine, but I think it's not a miracle fix. We're too old for that. Yeah. In your yeah. 20s, you're like, you pop a couple of Tylenol and you take a bath and all of a sudden you're like, I feel 100%. Yeah, I think it's like drinking. Give it a couple of weeks of living living life healthy and uh, you'll be all right. Maybe a month or two. Maybe I don't know what the hell's going on. But then you start thinking, like, how would it fix itself? Like, why wouldn't it just keep doing that? Well, you got a lot of gook and jizz in you there. You got to get out. I think it's all stomach lining. It's in there for 30 years of fucking hamburger buns. I think you're right. Burgers. Yeah, I never fucked a hamburger bun. but It's not bad, especially if it has butter. The meat, I guess, would be nice. When you, you ever, like, grind up meat with your hands Ooh. or whatever you call that? Sticking your dick in them. It's a little chilly. Ground beef. God, I have no sex drive anymore. I'm going to tell my wife what? comes home. On the How about this? I'm on, we got to wrap it up, but I'm on the road. I didn't jerk off for three days. I didn't even notice. Oh, that's weird. Well, first of all, I'm obsessed with my fucking LPR. Yeah. Uh, silent reef larin fucking penis retard. Um, but <laughs> I'm just thinking about that and Googling. I'm trying to write. I'm trying to exercise. I'm trying to stay healthy. I'm, I just I have an obsessive personality, obviously. So I'm just obsessed with silent reflux. And I'm reading all these articles. I realize I'm like, when's the last time I beat off? That's why I did it three times yesterday. It's been days. And then, of course, when my wife comes home, you're like, oh, yeah, sex. I'm attracted right, to her. Right. So we bang. So But before that, I'm just, I'm not even thinking about it. But is that kind of, that's got to be nice. Remember, when you're, when you're 21, you're all horny. You're like, I wish I wasn't so horny. It's a horrible way to live. So maybe you're living the dream. It's nice. But at the same time, you're like, oh, I'm getting old again. I got to yeah, get better food yeah. or something. I got to eat some pineapples or aphrodisiac God, juice. The, the grass is always gayer because when you're 13, you get a boner in biology. You go, God, I hate these boners. Then when you're 48, you go, I'd kill for a biology boner. Well, I still have bone. I mean, I still get a boner. I have no problem getting a boner. But I'm walking around the mall. In the old days, I'd be like, oh, look at her. I got to like, Jesus, I'm going to remember her. Yeah. Now I'm just like, nah, whatever, who cares? <laughs> I'm looking at guys being like, I should get in that shape. Right, right, right. But right. Uh, what can you do? We got to wrap up. I mean, wrap. sorry for the lack of stories, wrap but uh, I think up. it was fun. Yeah, we had a lot of zingers. Yeah, we had some fun and uh, we learned. It was a little laugh and learn. Now, what do you got coming up there, Tubbs? Big news. Big news, oh, everybody. Really? Added a date. Well, it's big news to me, whatever. Houston, I get all these messages. When are you coming to Houston? Houston, suck my dick. Houston, we have a problem. Yep. April 2nd, it's a Tuesday. I know it's a weeknight. Weeknights suck, but just come out. Just fuck it. Just come out 
Come Tuesday, out. April 2nd, Secret Group, and Sarah and I were co-headlining the Secret Group Tuesday, April 2nd. Houston, you got to really come through with me on this one, or yes. for me, whatever. And then that weekend, Austin, uh, Cap City, April 3rd through the 6th, also with Sarah. And then the weekend before that, I feel like I haven't plugged it enough, Sunnyvale. I love Sunnyvale, Rooster oh, yeah. Teeth Feathers. I think it's March 28, 29, 30, whatever that weekend is. I feel like you're there twice a week in Sunnyvale. I love that club. 28, 29, 30, 31 uh, is Sunnyvale. And then uh, Secret Group, April 2nd. Cap City, April 3rd through the 6th. And then Woo-Ha-Ha in Worcester, Massachusetts. Woo-Ha-Ha. Yeah, April 11, 12, 13. That's uh, Patriots Day weekend. That'll be fun. And then the Uncle Dale firefighter benefit in holbrook massachusetts i do every year i'll get a, this year i'm gonna get a link for it that's gonna be friday april 19th south shore people come on out it's for a great uh, fire department so do that Wee. and uh, you can go to comedian joe list of course and get on the patreon there's so much bonus shit it's crazy if you're not on the patreon you're not a fucking fan there's so much shit on there so we got video we got live pods we got queefs we got jews you name it it's so. crazy there's a lot of stuff on there uh, all right. This weekend, come on out, Michigan, the Mitten. I'm at Royal Oak Comedy Castle in, in Royal Oak, Michigan. Uh, then we're in Vegas. Don't forget Vegas. Somewhere in the middle of this, I'll be in Conan. Uh, the dates keep getting wiggled. in Conan. I'll be on inside Conan's butt. But no, the dates keep getting topsy turvy. But I'll be on Conan sometime next week. So tune in. Then we're in Vegas. That's going to be a hot show. If you if you live in Vegas, Reno, Nevada, Grand Canyon, get out to Vegas. That's going to be the best at the Rio with Ari and Vecchione and Vitor. Vitor, Las Vegas. Uh, then I'm doing some music festival opening for Dice. Wow. One night only at the Sonic Temple in, in Columbus, Ohio, something like that. Then Comedy Club on State, the big album recording. Let's get some Tuesdays in there so it's not just a bunch of bachelorettes and uh, PETA and dog owners and whatever. Let's get in there, folks. And uh, Laughing Skull Atlanta, love the ATL, Hot Atlanta, Tempe Improv, all you queefs who are saying, when are you coming out to Phoenix? When are you coming to Arizona? This is it. Tempe Improv, great club, bringing Chris Al, unworldly. Having a good time. Then I'm going to Europe with a fat guy. Then uh, comedy at the Carlson in Rochester, New York. Bananas in Hasbrook Heights. Real drop-off here. And uh, a lot of fun stuff. Tacoma's coming up. Magoobies, I'm doing. So, uh, yeah, come out to MarkNormanComedy.com. Check out the Patreon. We've got queefs. We've got anal. And uh, praise Allah and yeah. get your ears checked Touch out. Touch a dick. Yeah. All right. Mazel. No.